I'm Sylvia Burgos Tofnes, and this is Deep Roots Radio. Every week, my guests help us connect the dots between what we eat and how it's grown because every single food dollar we spend either protects or degrades the environment, produces foods with high nutrition or empty calories, and either helps pay a fair wage or keeps farm workers among the working poor. We get to make that choice every time we push a cart through the grocery store, visit the farmer's market, and eat at a restaurant. I hope you enjoy this interview. And you know, with fall comes so many opportunities to visit farms all over the state of Wisconsin. And of course, because more and more people are actually seeking that kind of fun and adventure, and of course, the great food, um, agricultural tourism is growing Mm -hmm. by leaps and bounds. In fact, now for the third year running, our governor, Tony Evers, has proclaimed that last week in September as Wisconsin's Agricultural Tourism Week. Wow. So we have with us this morning uh, uh, three people on the line. We have Sheila Everhart, who is the executive director of the Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association, which is all about helping farmers find good ways to become a good welcoming places, destinations for people who want to come and say hi to a little pet lamb or walk through a corn maze, pick some berries or go to a pumpkin patch and lots more. And we also have with us two farmers to tell us about how and why they welcome visitors to the farm. We've got Andrew Mumpson from Mumpson Produce and Pumpkin Patch and also Tom Wisnowski from the Happy Earth Orchard. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you're coming in loud and clear. Thank you so much. You know, Sheila, why don't we start off with you? Why, what is agricultural tourism? And what, why is it important to the state of Wisconsin? Well, first of all, number one, our consumers really want to know where their food comes from. And they want to know those producers that grow that food. Because in Wisconsin, we eat, learn, do, and have fun. So Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association includes all kinds of things, visiting a pumpkin patch, visiting an apple orchard, visiting the Amory Fall Festival. It's about farmer's markets, farm-to-table dinners, visiting a winery, uh, a craft brewery, distillery, or having a wedding on a farm. So agricultural tourism is all about experiencing the wonderful natural resources that Wisconsin has. And we have 64,100 farms in Wisconsin and about... 14.2 million acres of land. And it's our farmers that care for that land, care for their animals, and really help our economy grow. All right, so now we've got this proclamation from the governor. Why, Why do you think he's doing that? Why is he recognizing us? 
Well, Governor Evers grew up in Plymouth, Wisconsin, the cheese capital of the world, right? Yeah. So um, just like all of us, we have deep roots in our agricultural economy. And he supports Wisconsin agricultural tourism because it brings employment to our area. Um, It generates millions of dollars in economic impact. Families want to go out to the farm and teach their children about agriculture because most families are five generations removed from a family farm. And, you know, visitor trips to Wisconsin generate about $1.5 billion in state and local taxes. Wow. Wow. All right. So this week is coming up, a a real great opportunity for people to decide, hey, I'm going to spend half a day or two hours or a whole day uh, visiting a farm. And I thought, uh, Sheila, I'm so glad that you invited a couple of our farmers to uh, be a part of today's show. Uh, And I'd like to start with Tom Wisnowski of the Happy Earth Orchard. Good morning, Tom. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Good morning. Happy to be here. Now, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Why did you open your farm to visitors? So, yeah, a little bit about myself. Uh, first, uh, it's it's an honor, really, to be uh, referred to as a farmer. Um, our uh, orchard, uh, seven acres of uh, apple trees, is really more of a hobby than uh, than a career. Um, you know, my wife uh, uh, has a full time job watching the boys, and I. I'm actually in uh, automation sales, so our orchard is um, kind of a, uh, a hobby. So being uh, called a farmer, that, that actually is, uh, is an honor. Um, we, we used to live in the cities and wanted to get out and uh, find some land, and we happened to stumble upon a beautiful property with seven acres of apple trees, so that's how we got into it. And um, uh, we, we knew right away that, uh, this is something that we would want to uh, open up to the public. Um, it was an operating uh, Yupik orchard uh, beforehand, so it was just kind of natural. Uh, but uh, both uh, my wife and I uh, very much enjoy meeting new people and and uh, uh, you know sharing our experiences. So so it was just kind of a just natural. So what are people what are people going to see when they go to your orchard? What are they going to be able to do? Yeah, thank you for asking. So, uh, first of all, they're going to see the beautiful uh, rolling hills of, uh, of western Wisconsin. It's an area that I think is really uh, underappreciated. Uh, um, when, uh, when we found this property, we fell in love with the views. It's just, uh, it, it, it's beautiful. Uh, rolling hills all the way around, uh, views of beautiful farms. Uh, it, it, it takes you completely out of the city so uh you know so that's uh they're, they're going to see wisconsin that's uh that's um uh, uh what they're going to see uh so we are a uh Yupik orchard like i said uh but we've tried to create a space that is going to be very family friendly uh we have uh three boys seven years old six years old and uh four years old and the what drove us is what would we want? What, where would we want to take our boys? What would we want to do with them? 
uh, on a day off, and, and we've tried to create that kind of an experience. It's uh, very laid back, uh, very s- simple. Uh, you know, there's no admission fee. There's uh, uh, no, you know, uh, some strict rules that you need to follow. Come and make yourself at home. Um, obviously, there's the Yupik Orchard. Uh, we've, uh, we're focusing on our apples. The corn hasn't been something that we've done very well with. So instead of a corn maze, we've uh, created a prairie walk. Mm. Um, so there's that. Um, there's tons of hiking trails. Uh, we have some chickens, um, uh, wagon rides, but most people really just uh, like to come and relax. Um, uh, we've, uh, we have families that came you know, shortly after we opened, um, walked around, grab a picnic blanket um, that we have available to, to grab, and they stayed till the end of the day. Wow. Uh, we have... Uh, we have apple wood-fired pizzas. You'll find wood-fired pizzas many places, but not apple wood-fired pizzas. And mm. it, does, uh, it, it does give it a completely different flavor. Uh, so uh, you, you're welcome to grab that and, uh, uh, for a lunch and uh, uh, pair that with a nice uh, hard cider from some local uh, breweries and uh, just enjoy the day. Relax and enjoy the day. You know, that's something that's quite interesting that you just brought up, Tom, which is the notion of actually collaborating with other uh, farmers, growers uh, in the area in order to provide a really, really neat and complete experience. Yes, I, that's, that, that's huge. Um, so we've, uh, we've partnered with many local um, farmers and producers, um, uh, and we've met many great people that way as well. Um, uh, I'll, I'll throw out Hineker Peanut Butter, which is a small family-run uh, business out of Prescott that makes unbelievable peanut butter. Uh, and we got connected with them, uh, and, and it, it's a great partnership. Um, they, so if we cut up some uh, apples in the slices and put some peanut butter in the little Dixie cups, and people will uh, try that as samples, the peanut butter flies off the shelf. It's 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 just an incredible uh, way to, to help each other out. And um, just so happens that um, the the Hinnikers operated a uh, apple orchard in the past. So not even knowing, we have an incredible resource to turn to. Um, and one thing that when we got into this three years ago, um, you know, when we started looking around what other orchards do in the area, it's like, oh, it's competition. Are they going to want to talk to us. It is unbelievable how, uh, how much uh, farmers help each other out. It's not competition. Uh, you know, I mean, in some ways it is, but people are so happy to help out and, and, and uh, sh- uh, share what they've done to be successful. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, the collaboration in this, uh, in this industry is, is wonderful. Thanks for that. Now, Sheila, isn't that uh, kind of one of the hallmarks of the Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association is that peer-to-peer uh, sharing, that networking? Absolutely. We are all about trying to help each other, each other be successful. You know, the association was established in 1993, and one of our hallmark, our pillars of our association is networking and education. And, you know, Sylvia, I know you're going to bring Andrew on next, but what I love about 
Mumpson's um, Pumpkin Patch and Orchard is that they are also 30 years old this year. They started the same year that Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association was established. Right. You know, although that term agricultural tourism or some people say ag tourism, you know, it, it's still kind of uh, gaining traction, but, but quickly. And people are now becoming used to that term. The idea of visiting a farm has been around for generations. I mean, lots of us who might be listening that were a little older, uh, we recall going back to the farm to help an uncle or a grandfather bale hay or to pick produce. And certainly more and more people are going out to farms in order to pick their berries and walk the pumpkin patch or the maze um, to take a hayride. And certainly, Andrew, tell us a bit about the history of your farm. As Sheila just said, you're celebrating your 30th anniversary as well. Yep. So thank you very much for having me. Excited to be on. Um, This starts our 30th year of uh, being open here, but we're actually um, have been in the pumpkin business for a long time. As far as my grandfather was a potato grower, and he always enjoyed growing pumpkins and putting them out just on the side of the road for sale. Um, my aunt sold pumpkins for a long time. And then my parents in 93 had bought this piece of property that we're on and kind of were wondering what to do with it. And I uh, had just a beautiful barn, was just a beautiful spot. And they put out the pumpkins for sale up here and just started out extremely small with a small petting farm, a very small corn maze, and um, we've just kind of grown and grown since 93 over those 30 years. And, you know, 30 years ago, kind of the egg tourism was a new budding thing, so it's kind of been exciting to be part of it since the beginning and uh, see the growth and everything just, you know, throughout the state of egg tourism. So... Andrew, what is it that people will be able to do if they were to go to your farm? So we have a lot of different activities up here. Uh, One of the more popular areas is our petting farm area. And uh, in the petting farm area, of course, we have all the animals. Um, We've got a llama. We've got goats. We've got sheep. We've got uh, little piglets out there, ducks, chickens, a couple of turkeys, um, bunnies and kittens. So... Lots of animals for the kids to experience and see and hold and um, just, you know, have that great animal experience that they might not be able to get other places. And then we have bounce houses and a giant corn pit that kids just love to play in. (laughs) Um, Lots of different play structures for them just to be outside enjoying. Um, This year we've got some giant bubbles out there that people have had a lot of fun with, uh, blowing giant bubbles and watching those um we've got uh two corn mazes now one's just a small corn maze one's a big nine acre corn maze that uh takes people if they're following the trails maybe 45 minutes or so to get through so a giant corn maze um we've got the cannon that we do on the weekends a pumpkin cannon and an apple shooter so kind of fun experiences that they don't get anywhere else um, we've got the hay rides going on here, so on the weekends they can take a hay ride, which is um, 
just a really nice ride around the cornfield and through the woods. And then we've got the barn here with lots of different things for sale, whether it's treats. You know, we have the caramel apples and cookies and pumpkin bars and just lots of great treats. And then um, lots of things from local crafters and honey and maple syrup. Um, so lots of different things. And then, of course, uh, we sell the pumpkins and gourds and squash and all the corn shocks. Lots of different things. Wow, that's a lot of activity. Is it uh, is it difficult to prep to get ready for the big um, agricultural tourism season? Do you have uh, is it an extended family event, or do you actually hire for this time of year? Oh yeah, yeah, we hire a lot of uh, local people here that come in and help out, and um, you know there definitely is certain challenges with being a seasonal business and. You know, you're, we're open for two months of the year, but um, getting everything ready and prepped and um, staff trained in and everything for two months is always a challenge, but um, we're always lucky to have great people that um, do a great job for us, which makes for a lot of fun and um, good experience for some of the young people here to have that first job experience. You know, as you talk about this, it makes me aware, again, that when a farm decides to open a, and enlarge its agricultural tourism efforts, um, it has an impact on the wider community because you're hiring people and you're buying supplies. How important is having an ag agricultural tourism enterprise, Andrew, to the future of your farm? You know, I think it um, increases the potential a whole lot, and there's a lot of different areas you can go into. And just for the community, it's a great place that they can come out, and it draws in a lot of people. You know, we have people from all over coming and visiting the farm that are also coming into the community and doing other things as well. Right, right. You know, Tom, you started your, your agricultural tourism uh, enterprise more recently. Um, but yes. quite ambitiously, I was taking a look at, at your website, and you've got 1,500 trees planted? Uh, yes. Now, a lot of them are dwarf trees, so it can be a little bit misleading. But uh, regardless, that is uh, a good chunk of uh, pruning in the winter to keep up with, for sure. Wow. So how, how difficult was it for you to get started in agricultural tourism? So uh, we were fortunate uh, to take over uh, an operation that was a UPIC before. Um, so, uh, so that was an incredible help where uh, we were able to, you know, have a lot of what we needed. Um, we started out very reasonably, um, you know, having a full-time job and three little boys to, to take care of. We, we started very simply and, and just grew. Um, mm. We we couldn't uh, uh, we couldn't dive into the deep end right away and and uh, invest in everything and, and hire ton of people so we we grew and uh, this is our third year and uh, we added the wood fired pizzas last year we added uh, uh, hard cider uh, in uh, in beers this year so every year we're growing a little bit and and uh, with that um, uh, you know like uh, Andrew said you you do need to hire some people and we've been. 
incredibly fortunate to find uh, great help, great help. Uh, so it's been, um, uh, it, it's been a process. It's been a learning experience. Um, and, uh, you know, um, it, it's, been, it, it's been a lot of work. Uh, but it's it's fun to see things uh, come together. Yeah, so we're still keeping things kind of simple and uh, seeing where things go and seeing where we can grow. Now, Momsen's uh, pumpkin patch and orchard is in Rice Lake, and uh, you are the Happy Earth Orchard is in Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Sheila, those are are two terrific locations. If I am a uh, uh, an individual or a family member listening to this show right now, how would I find either these two farms or other agricultural spots to, to visit? Yes, Sylvia. Our website, wisconsinagtourism.com, makes it really easy to find an afternoon or a weekend egg venture The site includes an interactive map that would help our listeners find all kinds of activities, foods, and beverages, as well as what pumpkin patches are opening today, like Munson's is opening at 10 o'clock as soon as Andrew's off the radio with us. So, um, WisconsinAggTourism.com is a fabulous website as well as we have a Facebook page that is updated daily, um, Wisconsin Egg Tourism. Wow. You know, both of you, Tom and Andrew, as you think about what you've been able to do so far, um, and certainly, um, Andrew, it's been for many more years, what, what, is, what are you looking forward to as far as the future goes? What's some of your thinking, either in the way of the things that you hope for or the things that you may be um, apprehensive about? Tom, I'll let you go first on it. Like I said, we started out slow, and uh, we're growing slow. And um, uh, we don't, you know, we have many ideas, uh, but we're, we're taking it one day at a time, I guess. Um, mm. I, we don't want to get too hung up in, um, uh, in, you know, what we need to do and, uh, and where it's going to be in five years because we do want to enjoy it a little bit as well. So uh, we certainly have ideas. Um, you know, wedding venue is one thing that may or may not happen. Um, you know, can we ever be a winery? So there's a lot of uh, thoughts on our mind. But, um, you know, we're, we're focusing on the short term uh, and trying not to get too, uh, too overwhelmed by it because if you – there is a lot that can be, you know, that can – uh, as you start thinking about it, that can make it uh, very overwhelming. So <laughs> yeah. just focus on what's uh, what's in front of you. Great. Thanks. Thank you. And Andrew? You know, for me, I think what I'm most excited about is seeing the people, you know, reconnect to the land and the outdoor activities and things like that. Um, Sheila was talking about that earlier, how... You know, there's kind of the resurgence of interest in, you know, all things outdoors and people reconnecting to the land, wanting to, you know, produce their own food or get food from local producers. Um, All of that's just a very exciting thing. Mm. So, Dave Corbett, you and I both farm. So when you hear about this, what what kind of questions might come to your mind? One of the things I... uh 
I'm kind of curious about. We hear a lot about the uh, today's kids and how tied they are to electronics. And I'm just wondering, uh, how, how do they react when they are outside with animals and not staring at a screen? That must be rewarding to see. And, I mean, I think that some of it, too, is, you know, as we enter the digital age, people are also looking for those other experiences that they feel like they're missing out on. You know, certainly that's the case uh, at my farm. So my farm is Bullbrook Keep, and today I'm having visitors uh, coming out in order to take a, an herb walk. We're looking at medicinal plants, shrubs, trees, and these are people who are city people and who are coming to connect in a different kind of way. You know, Sheila, as we kind of wrap up here, tell us a little bit more about the kinds of farming operations or producer operations that are, um, that are representative of the members of the Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association and what people might expect to find on that website when they do the search. So our members are very diverse, and every farmer is diverse. And I really love the, the comment that was made about taking one day at a time. You know, when we do with education, we talk about being able to use your current assets and cash flow, anything that you want to do um, in order to try it without going into debt. That's a huge thing that we say to our farmers. But our farmers are vineyards. Their orchards, their lavender farms, their farm stays, staying overnight on a farm, helping with evening and morning chores. We have art tours. There are um, art tours in the Lake Winnebago area today. There are tours over in Hill and Valley Exploration in Sauk and Richland counties, where a group of farms. As many as 20 are opening their doors, and you could follow a trail. There are wine trails. Um, we have pasture walks. We have pumpkin patches. We just have a wealth of information, as well as, um, you know, the sugar bushes and the honey farms. And you can go out and learn about bees. And the hottest thing this year, too, was, we saw an increase in pick-your-own-flower. Flower farms are very important. So people just want to get out and experience a slower life, a relaxed life, an unplugged life. And our listening audience can go to wiagtourism.com to find that egg venture near them. Right, or else they can uh, Google... Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association and find the website there too. I think it's important to point out that, uh, um, you know, we tend to think of ag tourism when it's time for corn mazes and, and pumpkins, but it really goes on year-round, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. And we have a lot of evergreen Christmas tree producers that are members of Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism so in the spring, it's all about the baby lambing up at Govins Meat and Berries. In the summer, you're going out to the U-Pick Farms for flowers and, and sunflower mazes. You're doing the pumpkins and the corn mazes in the fall. 
And in the winter, it's hot cocoa on the farm around a bonfire. You're doing a pasture walk. You're stargazing. Um, or you're picking your own evergreen Christmas tree for the holidays. And there's also bird watching and snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, and some farms uh, have a terrain that provides for uh, biking and trail uh, biking, that kind of thing. So you're right, Dave Corbett. It, it's happening all year round and so many different types of activities. Well, Sheila, Tom, Andrew, thank you so much for being with us this morning on Deep Roots Radio. So that's... Well, thank, thank you. you. It's been a pleasure. Yep. Tom Wisnowski of The Happy Earth Orchard and Andrew Momsen of Momsen Produce and Pumpkin Farm. And, of course, Sheila Everhart, the Executive Director of the Wisconsin Agricultural Tourism Association. Visit my website, bronxtobarn.com, to download this and past interviews to learn about my farm, and to reserve 100% grass-fed beef. We deliver to Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks.